We can just do the Well, without knowing it, you've just done our intro. Welcome to the Real for Life podcast with Jesse and Joe. It's a big day today, Sunday, January 28th, AFC and NFC championships. Did those go pretty much how you thought they would? No. Well, I thought the Niners were going to destroy the Lions. Obviously, I was going for the Lions because I hate the Niners. Same. But they came back and won. I know. Was- I was I was bummed. I uh, The Lions have always been my second team just because when you're growing up, they always play on Thanksgiving. Right. So, and, you know, it's, it's a Cinderella story. They haven't made the playoffs in 30 years. Uh, the Lions were up- your family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. 40... 40- 49ers played good when they came back. Um, I didn't watch the other game. I turned to the channel for like two minutes, saw a close-up of uh, little T-Swift and was like, I just, I'm not doing it. Oh, dude, I was I was about to make a post of just, I hope Kansas City loses because I don't want to see Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl. Like, I know, yeah. She's going to be there, probably do, a, probably do a cameo on stage. with. Oh, absolutely. With and every yeah. time, like, they show her and she's like cheering. You can tell she has no fucking idea what's going on with the game. She just goes, Oh, he hit like something happened. Like somebody pokes her and goes, celebrate. Like so on the on the Twitters, I saw somebody uh their prediction is that the Chiefs win and then while they're getting the Lombardi trophy, Kelsey gets down on his knee, proposes. Ugh. Man, I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> it's not that I wish bad upon her. Like, T-Swift, lover, hater, like, good songwriter. Good know. songwriter? I mean, her songs, she writes her own music. Not a lot of not a lot of, uh, artists. I did, I did not, not know that. Out. Good for her. Yep, so she is a good songwriter. Uh, her songs are catchy. Um, and somehow, at the age of, like, 35, she still convinces everybody that she's, like, 22. No, it's like everybody. Like if you had to, if you were a mime and you had to be T Swift, this is all you'd have to do. Because that's all she does. All the time. She's always surprised. Um, now here's my issue with it, and I'm gonna sound like an asshole. Okay, the thing T Swift is exactly the same as Adele, where it's like a dude's gonna go out with her because she's famous and she's rich and there's an aura around her, right? But then when you date her for a while, you realize that she's six and a half on a good day, right? She looks like Maybe a Napoleon Dynamite. She's not good looking. No, no, she's not. Like a dick. She has and, no butt, no tits, and she's not cute. She wears a shit ton of makeup and that's about it. She's a yeah. solid six. She's not ugly. I'm not nope. saying she's ugly. And not saying super cool saying all that shit. You have to be attractive. But she's no Mariah Carey. No, she's no. Oh, she's definitely no Mariah Carey. That definitely not. Maybe today Mariah Carey. She's not '90s Mariah Carey. Definitely. She's no. maybe post Nick Cannon. <laughs> but no, it's the same thing though. It's like you're, you know, they're super famous and they're rich. But after a while, you're gonna realize you're Travis Kelsey. You can push your meat into literally whatever or whoever you want. And T-Swift is a six and a half. Yeah. So 
I don't see that going the distance, which makes me sound like a complete asshole. But, you know, what what was that movie when there's like, when you're famous, there are no rules. You can push your meat into whatever you want. I, I didn't hear you, dude. I'm sorry. I can, I get so much feedback in my headphones. I can hear shit. Yeah, I'm sorry. Talk about my favorite movie. She's out of my league. Oh, yeah. Because they go over the whole numbers system. And it's like, you know, rules don't apply to famous musicians. When, when you sell a gold album, you can push your meat into whoever and whatever you want. But until oh, yeah. then, you're fine. And her music is awful. And I, I know that every band sounds the same and they put out the same shit. But, like, all of her songs sound the same. There'll be a song on the radio I have never heard, and I know it's her. Like, yeah, after like two words. Have you yeah. seen the video where it, it shows her how many times she rhymes the words bar and car? Like, she does it no, in like that, 15 of her songs. That does not surprise me. They, there was an AI uh, someday when we're famous and we have an engineer and we can have somebody pull stuff up like a young Jamie. That'd be nice. But, uh, there was an AI version of the song. It was completely AI, but it sounded exactly like T Swift. And it was about when her and Travis Kelsey break up. Oh, that's and funny. It's like all super basic rhymes. Uh, it is pretty funny. It was pretty good. I don't know if I can deal with this noise. You can't hear any of this noise. Barely. A little here, a little there. Well, we'll see how the recording works. So. I had to go to the mall today. That was an experience. Still open? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it was really busy. Like every teenager with a nose ring was there. Interesting. Ours is like a swap meet now. So much of stores you've never heard of. No. I any either way, I got in trouble while I was there. We uh so Parker ordered these basketball shoes like two weeks ago. They're still not here. So we're like, you know, we got an hour. Let's go to the mall real quick. We'll go to Dick's. You know, we'll get him a pair of shoes for the basketball. No big deal. So we go in Dick's. Don't really see anything crazy that he likes. We go to Foot Locker, and I find a shoe, and he likes it, and I'm, you know, asking for his size. So there's, like, three people there doing jack shit nothing, right? Yeah. So what is the universal sign when you need a shoe? You hold the shoe. You hold the shoe up. Like, I need this size. This is a Seinfeld moment. Everybody knows. You hold the shoe. Right. Right. So I do that. Nobody comes over. So I walk up to one of them and I say, hey, you know, you have this in a two. She uses her little scanner bob thing. Oh, no, we don't have that. Not like, have you tried this one? Or we can order it, even though you're not going to. It's like, it's what you do, right? It's like, right. oh, we don't have that. And like, literally didn't even continue the conversation. Just walk away. So. That made me a little saucy. Then we go back to Dick's Sporting Goods, find a shoe that he wants. The, the shoe guy is like nowhere to be seen. So finally I see the shoe guy. He's exactly what you'd think of, like five foot 11 broccoli head teenager. Right. right? Yeah, exactly what you see at the mall. So like I make eye contact with him. I got the universal sign. I'm holding the shoe in the air. It's hoisted high, okay? I'm smiling, being very inviting. Smiling. <laughs> yeah. I make eye contact with him, and he just stares at me. So this is where I got in trouble. I just said nice out loud where everybody could hear. Oh, you know what? Let me walk up to you. 
So I walk over to him. I say, hey, can you check if you have this in a size two? He's like, yeah, let me check. And and I'm like super nice to him after that because, you know, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm just, it's a long, sad feeling of mine that we need to call people out in public more when they're doing stupid shit, right? Well, it's your fucking job. Yes. Yes. Maybe like trying Thank to you. order food at a restaurant and you're like, no, 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 I'll fucking, I'll come to you. This yeah. isn't fucking McDonald's. Mm -hmm. There's five people standing around at a shoe store. What do you think your fucking job is? To sell shoes. Exactly. So the anyway. guy behind the register, he's the checkout mm -hmm. dude or girl. You motherfuckers standing around doing nothing. You're getting shoes. Oh no, he's coming up. So, so I get the shoes. I'm overly polite to the guy because I've made my point, right? Right. Trying to salvage this uh, little interaction here. So we get the shoes we want. We go to the cash register. There's two cashiers. We're in line. One cashier finishes with their customer. You think they'd help me next? I'm right. I'm right there. You know, he goes across the aisle and he's like putting labels on socks, something that definitely can't wait, right? And then the other guy's taking a while, so he finally comes over, and I'm paying for it. And there's no like, hi, thank you for coming in. Just like I completely inconvenienced him, right? Yeah. So anyway, we leave. And that's when me and the wife get in a fight. Because I'm like, why why can't people just be at work and work? Like right. I don't get if she's like, well, you know, they need them more than they need the jobs. So the ball's in their court, which she makes a great point. Totally understand it. And I was like, Yeah, that's the problem. Back when people actually had to like try to get a job, the standards were higher. Or like if you work in the shoe department, you get the shoe. Like and, you know, dude, I have the same story. I called you this like three months ago. <clears throat> you know, those stupid bouncy jumpling places in the mall. Yeah, I really want to go to one. Oh, they're awful. Anyways, so birthday kids, birthday party. We're stuck there. And I'm like, oh, dude, I want a new hat. So I go to lids. There's always one dude working in lids and they always oh. look exactly the same. They look like dudes that wear hats. Yep, flat brim. Right. A couple curls coming out I, from underneath. I go, hey, hey, and I'm standing there in a the corner, staring up at a hat that's 12 feet off the fucking ground. Hey, real quick, though. Did he have the beard that was like a half inch line all the way down? It was definitely shaved in perfectly. <laughs> and uh, he comes over. He did come over. I go, hey, man, can I get that hat up there? And he's all like, yeah, like just totally inconvenienced by it. <laughs> Goes and gets the ladder. And he's like, what size are you? I go, mm, honestly, I don't know. I go, I'm like seven and a quarter, but it kind of depends on the hat. Eye roll. <laughs> Fucking eye roll. I'm like, bro, you sell hats. <laughs> like, There's nobody else in the store, by the way. It's just me. Not a single person in the store. And I'm like, what have you been doing for 20 minutes? So I find a fucking hat. He doesn't even fucking ring me up. I have to download an app to pay through my phone to buy the hat at the store. There is no cash register. Why do you have a store? Why do you have a store? Why are you here? What the fuck is going on? So, yeah. So, I... 
and that here's the part where it sucks because we're you know we're old middle-aged pieces of shit at this point right like we're 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 almost at the get off my lawn age you know right but yeah but yeah, those so people we're, so we're getting to the point where we're, we're those guys that are like you know i really want to support brick and mortar i don't want to buy everything online but then you fucking go into brick and mortar why would you want to deal with that right i can order on amazon guaranteed on my door in two days i don't have to talk to anybody i get exactly what i want like you know i don't necessarily want to support jeff bezos dick-shaped spaceship Actually, he makes it really hard <laughs> that was sure a double not? pun <laughs> <laughs> all right you you can hate jeff bezos but at least you know he did what every bro would do like he's yeah, like you got a billion dollars you're gonna make a shift that looks like a dick yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna start taking a shit ton of steroids because he's jacked at yeah. this point. i'm gonna get rid of my wife it's gonna cost me 156 billion we're good <laughs> and then you know what that elon guy's flexing on me a little bit he's trying to go to space i think i'll go to space right. Only i'm gonna make my rocket look like a dick and yeah He's awesome. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, fuck you money. It's beyond fuck yes. you money. And when you have fuck you money, I consider it an insult to not exercise the fuck you money. Right. Oh, absolutely. Can you, can you still hear me? I'm trying something. Yeah. Can you hear, I can hear you. Mm -hmm. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can still hear you. Sorry. My technical difficulties yeah because you're gonna spend the money yeah, you're, yeah. You don't... I, would, I would love to have fuck you money yeah. I, I have daydreams all the time because i buy i play the lottery every week i go in every friday are you serious I, oh yeah i get my you know couple six packs of my my buoy pacific pale ale that i've been enjoying lately and i get a powerball ticket just once a week, it's two bucks. It gives me an excuse to daydream. Rotten one fucking power bar, power ball ticket in my life. Oh, I play every week. Knowing full well, I'm not going to win. Of course, it was like ten billion or something to pay out. Yeah, you know, you're not going to win, but I like having the excuse to daydream because in my head, oh, I super fun. literally, and you'll know when I win the lottery because, and and I've already told Tom this. Literally, the first thing I'm doing is I'm going to show up to your bar in a brand new big fucking f-350 with a brand new biggest moomba mobius boat they make right in front of your bar in december and i'm gonna, and I'm gonna throw the keys at you oh yeah because I, yeah i you know if you win the lottery like first thing you should do is buy something not for yourself i appreciate that did you ever yeah. see the video of post malone when he's here's how bad it is though i feel guilty there's an escalate for your wife behind the bar <laughs> It's like a 96 Escalade. Well, it's no, it's new. It's just, you know, it's not, but it's not 24s. It's, it's like a, it's a King Ranch. It's not a platinum. You know what I mean? <laughs> so Post Malone is at like this hotel bar and there's a YouTube video of it. And Ford drops off his brand new truck and it's a six wheel F 250. It is gangster shit. And he's a few beers deep. And it's the most honest moment of just like, Fuck yes. Like he's walking around this truck just like, yes. I made it. Right. 
Yeah, I, don't, I don't. I don't think I'd go crazy, like you know, because I think that's where most people get in trouble is they buy like a really big fucking house in a place where the property taxes are really high. Oh, and then they start to be investors, like they know how to fucking invest. Yeah, Have you, I wouldn't invest, a, Jack. There's shit. a show Ooh. about this where oh, yeah. they like everybody that wins a lotto goes broke and they just do dumb shit because they buy a bunch of stuff you have to pay taxes on. Yeah, that's like, how rich people are rich. But they don't staff it. They yeah. invest their money. This, this is a loophole. I could be wrong. I'm a dipshit. Rich people invest their money, mm-hmm. and then they go to the bank on their investments and take out a loan. Yep. And then they pay back the loan, and then when they have they run out of money, they pull and pay taxes on the money they pull, but they yep. live off the loan. So on paper, they have no money. They just have investments, and then they don't pay income tax because they don't make any money. They're just paying off a fucking loan. Yeah, yeah. Poor people do it too. Like I've got a buddy. We're not. No, no, no. no. They just get money show. from the government. That's not a loan. That's just welfare. <laughs> well, yeah. But no, no. You can you can do it at our level too. I've got a buddy that has a quote unquote LLC, and the LLC probably he probably sells two, maybe three thousand dollars worth of stuff a year. Half of it's to himself, right? Nice. But everything he buys is a business expense, and then he's got Sprinter vans that he'll it, it's like super pimp sprinter van if you rent it out four times a year it's considered a business tax deductible so he rents it out to his best friend and then just pays him cash and then everything he does with that van is now tax deductible because it's a business yeah i mean so, that's a loop. i mean obviously this human being has another job to sustain that oh, this, this other human being has a, a normal 40 hour a week job solid bro but he just knows how to work taxes i think he got like 45 grand back last year i saw this i saw this stupid ass tiktok and i'll say tiktok but it's not a tiktok it's a real because i'm 40 and i watch tiktok on instagram mm-hmm. and uh it's, they're it's, totally legal by the way they're all of age totally. <laughs> and this guy goes around and asks people like you know what they do for work or whatever and he runs up uh, to yeah, this yeah. dude and he's like, what'd you pay for your Porsche? And he, I don't, I want a Porsche. I don't know shit about Porsches. It's a nice Porsche. He goes, mm-hmm. what do you pay for your Porsche? He goes, nothing. It's free. How'd you do that? And then he explains that he has a business and it's a write-off and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, bro, I own a business. Yes, I understand write-offs. You still make the goddamn payment. It's not fucking free. <laughs> but that's the mentality these days. It's just, oh, it's. It's just free. It's a write-off. Yeah. Your payment's probably nine grand a month. Yeah. Meanwhile, me and my wife live in the highest, one of the highest tax states in the union. Yeah, you but your states have a sales tax. No, we don't have a sales tax. Right, but, and that's, you get fucked one way or the other. Yeah, basically. But federally, we owe every year, and we both claim zero. And it's, it's just because we both punch a time clock, and so we have no deductions on anything, any, any, you know, we make enough to where we're in a crappy tax bracket, but not enough to be super comfortable. Right. Yeah. But when you're, when you're punching a time clock, you definitely pay the most taxes. Oh yeah. Well, I'll argue that as well. But if I sat down with you off, off camera and explain how many taxes we pay a month, <laughs> it's so stupid. 
And I got in a fight with one of my friends that swings the opposite direction of me. That's a good joke because he's gay and a liberal. Um, <laughs> and Not that there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> he would appreciate that joke. The, no, hold on. No, the gay part. The liberal part, there's something wrong. But, <laughs> but he was like, I pay more in taxes than you do. I was like, the fuck you do, dude. He's like, oh, you're just talking about sales tax. I was like, no. Employment tax. Like, there's so many taxes mm -hmm. out there. It's just stupid. Yep. Back to the lotto thing. So when I bought this power Powerball like a year ago, you get you sit down like and have the conversation like, what would you do if you won? So me and Katie have this conversation, and my my one thing I wanted to do, and maybe I'm a raging alcoholic. She goes, well, would you would we get rid of the bar? I'm like, no. I would keep most of our employees, and then just lock the doors. <laughs> Well, you have to have something to do, especially if it's not a huge, right. like a lotto would be good, but you have to win a big lotto. If, if you're getting like 10 million, you still got to work. Oh, this was like a 10 billion lotto when I played. And, and, and not what I mean is you don't have to work to make money. You have to work so that you don't spend money because if you're not making oh, yeah. it, you're spending it, you, you still have to have a day to day, oh. something to do. I spend more money when I'm off work than any other day of the week. Same here. I had an opportunity to go to four tens. I turned it down because if I have an extra day off, I'm spending that money. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Cause you're bored. Yeah. That's why even I, if I want to fuck you lottery, I would still, well, I would open a CrossFit gym cause I'm a douchebag um, in Spokane right next to your bar. And uh, yeah, not plan on making much money, but you, you have to have something to do. We have to have, well, with that said, you have to have a write off as well. Yeah, true. Mm -hmm. I had something to say. I lost it. That'll happen. Yeah. Write offs, money. We're all poor. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm, uh, I mean, we made it a lot farther than we were supposed to. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so, I, I think we, this episode talking about like, how we met and and the come up but i think i think that football thing got us going maybe we should wait till next episode for that maybe i, yeah, I so, do feel like we should tell the origin story of our shitty podcast name though have at her yeah so the real for life thing so when me and joe were in high school um you know hold you on let me side already so like <laughs> the reason people drive lowriders is because they're poor it's the yeah, that's thing. where I was going with it. Yep. Yeah, it's yep. the cheapest thing to do with your vehicle. Buy an old piece of shit and lower it. <laughs> well, I sent you an Instagram post the other day of a fucking Vespa scooter with Harley Fatboy wheels on it. And it was gangster as shit. But yeah. it was a scooter. You can make anything cool. Oh, absolutely. You still have to stick within your genre. So me and Joe, you know, we didn't have rich parents that bought us what we wanted in high school, which, you know, we... We graduated in 2000. I mean, we, we wanted a fucking Honda Civic slammed on 17. Absolutely. That was the absolute dream. Dude, so, I had my mini truck and I bought 18s. I was so stoked. No, you didn't buy 18s. Yes, I did. No, I was there at Les Schwab with you. This is classic Joe right here. They said, we don't have the Chrome 18s in stock. 
they can be here in eight days. We do have the polished 17s in stock. Well, they were polished 18s, and I wanted the chrome ones. <laughs> you still, you couldn't wait eight fucking days. No. And there are 18s that I was super stoked. But again, like 20s were barely out and 18s were huge. And we're talking oh, yeah. 86 B2000. <laughs> yeah, but that was that was after high school. That was that was uh, Navy enlistment money right there. Uh, that is true, but it wasn't after high school. It was after high school. Both of what? us still had the G bodies in high school. It was after high school. I got the Honda Prelude. Nope, nope. Nope, you're wrong. And I spoke to you in high school. Year? Me and Davey Atwood had the same, sorry, me and Davey had the same truck. His was white, mine was tan in high school. I don't think he's going to get mad from prison, bro. You're he dead. might be dead. No, <laughs> nobody knows. Poor guy. But, okay, no, yeah, maybe that was school. high school. But anyway, let me get back to the, the, the beginning here. So, me and Joe had like, I had an 81 Buick Century four door g-bot it's what an old lady drove in the 80s it's what nobody drove in 1997 no joe had pretty much the exact same car yours is an 82 wasn't it mine was an 82 cutlass which would be super gangster if it was yeah. a two-door but it wasn't but it wasn't it was the four-door it, <laughs> it was the brom though you had the, uh, Dude, the vinyl top vinyl top crushed yep. velvet interior Mm -hmm. power seats i mean mm -hmm. 82 power seats thing was plush yeah so we basically had the exact same car velvet bench front seats that's what you want fellas trust me oh yeah velvet bench center seat. console flipped up it was basically a couch you're damn right it was <laughs> so you're not going to be able to put a spoiler on these cars so we did the only thing you can do we made them low riders and by the way, it always pissed me off because Joe's car was lowered. He took a heat torch to it. Either that or the springs were just saggy. But he had hubcaps. Now, I had actual wire wheels, hundred spokes on my dish. Deep dish. How did you get those? I saved up lots of money. Dude, I saved up for those. And then because it wasn't lowered, you still gave me shit every day. It's no fucking lowrider. It's not lowered. Uh, but anyway, there's there's a couple car clubs in town. In Spokane, there's nothing to do. So you go cruising every Friday and Saturday night. You go cruising because you're not old enough to get into the bar. And it's really the only thing to do because you're too old to go to the roller rink still. That's huge bummer. Coming back here, which I'm super excited about. Cruising. What, cruising? Yeah. I've seen kids out there. I Dude, cruising was fun. When we were kids... Dude, even the Hicks got into it. They had their big ass trucks. They bring couches. Yep. Like all of division was covered oh, yeah. with 18 year olds to 16 year olds cruising. Yep. And a couple and, 30, 25 year olds. That's right. And there was a car club in town that was awesome. It was called Locos. And that's where the nice low riders were. Oh, yeah. That like, was, that yeah, was like hydraulics. You had to have yeah. You had to have like Hydraulics, you had to have true knockoffs, right. rims, which were much more expensive. Oh, yeah. Um, and our cars just weren't nice enough for that. But no. they were nice enough for real for life. Thank you for circling that back. Yeah. Well, I, I just uh, ordered a beer. <laughs> Is that bad? I text for a beer. 
No, you own the bar. <laughs> I'm in my garage. Joe's getting his beer. Five seconds, people. <clears throat> Ooh, is that a hazy? Service. Is that a hazy? Oh, yeah. It's like Hold that up. orange juice. Oh, that looks tasty. Anyway, so our cars were not nice enough for Locos. And I mean, not they weren't even close. But I think I think <laughs> yours got... was painted primer black. I'll tell the story on that in a second. I think we were approached by them though. By Real for Life? Yeah. Like we didn't oh, they flagged seek us out down. them. Yeah. So our soon to be very good friend Luis, who was like a legit Mexican. That feels weird to say. Oh, we're like, talking like definitely not legal. Not legal here at all. Not a fucking chance. But he had uh, a Mercury Grand Mar Mercury Grand Marquise. That's what I said. Mercury Grand Marquise. And it had actual like true knockoffs, hydros, full meal deal. Yeah. And, and then he like masking taped off. Do you remember he did the one inch masking oh. tape and then faded out the blue spray paint on top of the white car? Yes. Oh, dude, he was badass. I watched dude, his it was... door handles. Oh you know my what God. he used to do it? Cardboard. Cardboard and Bondo. <laughs> I'm, I'm he's a real Mexican. I'm telling you. So, With anyway. spray paint, that man could paint. Like, Oh, dude, he was awesome. I, I yeah. loved Luis. But uh, anyway, so we ended up joining this car club, Real for Life, because that's what we could get into. And we didn't know, like, this guy had just moved from Las Vegas. It was a legit car club with the big chrome plaques. We couldn't right. get the chrome plaques. So we yeah. had like decals made at the mall that said real for life. Right. Because we were in the back window. 16. Yeah, because you're 16. But it sounded like a legit thing because he was like, the only way out now is in the box. And we were like, I don't know if I'm ready for this level of commitment in my life right now. <laughs> but that being said, I think that means technically we're still members. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're getting serious fun. Yeah. And uh, both of us uh, fulfilled that that dream when we got our uh, service enlistment bonuses. I got six grand. I spent every penny of it on that Buick. I put hydraulics in it. I got a paint job from Mako, their best one. Oh, yeah. And I got the paint with the candy on top. Blah, yep, blah, whatever yep. the post <laughs> and I got uh, the 14 inch deep dish true knockoff wire wheels and I fulfilled my teenage dream of going left on Francis and Division in three wheel motion it was awesome the new Snoop Dogg CD had just or Chronic 2001 had just oh, yeah. came out bling 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 oh, it was a rainy day moment dude oh, yeah. it was amazing and then I pulled over in a parking lot and was like, popping, and my radiator fell out. <laughs> but it was candy painted. God. <laughs> so I got a fun story on my enlistment bonus. So I got $4,000, mm -hmm. but you don't get it until you finish boot camp. So I took a loan out for no $4,000. So I took a loan out to, for the $4,000. I did what you did and got on FBI, Fender Bender Incorporated, which was for mini trucks, and bought a full chrome front end, bought those rims, 
and then I was out of money because I couldn't afford a paint job. But See, that Mazda was so sick. I, I, love I that fucking love that Mazda. No, no, tell them about the air ride. Tell them about the air ride. <laughs> so then I got airbags. <laughs> Again, we're broke. So I got air shocks. And then we're rich it. with ideas. <laughs> <laughs> and ran to the valve out the rear bumper. Well, I didn't have a rear bumper out where the bumper would be. And then so I could lower it down to basically sitting on the ground. Or I could go to a gas station, hook up the air compressor, and raise it back up. Because that air shocks, right? Because it had air shocks. Yeah. Got a thing outside the box. No, there was more to that. I remember That's at one point, you literally had a fucking propane tank in the past. No, no, no. Was that Davey? That was Davey. Davey had the same truck. Did you put the farm hinges on the bed of your truck? I put like the farm did? hinges on the bed so I could shave the gas can or filler spout. And then you had to lift your bed up to put gas in it. Nice. So we really should have paid more attention in shop class. We could have done so much more. Well, Mr. Clements was... <laughs> basically do whatever you want like he didn't teach yeah. much no i sure didn't <laughs> i built a chisel that was as far as i got i just smoked <laughs> cigarettes and melted pennies <laughs> so we didn't pay attention in shop class but we did pay attention in sewing class oh yeah me and we're, the, were, the, only we're the only dudes in creative sewing <laughs> yeah a creative sewing with mrs finch finch or brown couch Couch. That's right. Great sewing teacher. Who loved Redid us? Whole interior. Oh, of yeah. course you loved us. Redid the whole interior of my Buick, red crush velvet and white vinyl. And I distinctly remember, I told you I was going to tell this story last podcast, but I had a date with this chick. She was Latina. You know, I'm a fan. And I picked her up for said date and she was in an apartment which is another bonus, right? Like, you know, there's issues there already when there's an adult kid in an apartment. So <laughs> anyway, we do the date. She hops in the back seat and I tell her no. Because I got just, new upholstery. Because that new upholstery. <laughs> I didn't want to mess it up. She went to the trunk. It was big enough. I probably saved myself a lot of child support right there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So. so anyways, take out a $4,000 loan, join the Navy. <clears throat> um, when I signed up for the Navy, I signed up for, because I did score higher than you on the ASVAP the first time, but you took it twice. That's right. I'm not a quitter. <laughs> I knew the job I wanted. I went back. <laughs> I was on nuke subs and I was like, oh, that sounds pretty gangster. And then the movie U571 came out and I watched it. You remember what Davy scored? Wasn't it like really Four. bad? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Uh, so I watched that movie and I was like, why the hell would I want to be a submarine? That's scary as shit. And then for some reason, me and my dad were in San Francisco and the boat from uh, Down Parachute was there. The sub. Yeah, with Chelsea Grammer. So yeah. I took a tour of that, and I was like, oh, absolutely not. I'm going to, no, I'm out. So I went back to my recruiter, and I was like, dude, get me, get me out of subs. Like, there's no way I can do this. And he goes, okay, what do you want to do? Because, again, I scored pretty decent where I had a free range of shit, and they're like, whatever you want to do. Which, 
I should have looked at the list because there's certain jobs that you find out about that uh, you're like, that would have been cool, but you don't know about. Anyway, so I was like, take me as far away from the flight deck as possible. They're like, or not flight deck, submarine. They said flight deck. I was like, cool, that sounds fun. So I worked on the flight deck, which was awesome because you got to see shit. Nobody's out allowed outside the boat, so I actually got to see stuff. So I'm in boot camp. Sorry, I'm doing the flash forward flashback. So I go to boot camp. complex show. Yeah. And uh, you got the gas chamber, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every, everybody in boot camp has to go through the gas chamber, which if oh, yeah. you've never seen it, Google it, YouTube it. It's pretty fucked up. The, the videos never do it justice. No. Because it looks painful, terrible. but it's terrible. <laughs> and so they yep. like, you're in there with your gas mask and they put this little like Catholic wafer on the burner. And it burns, and then they start talking to you, and you're like, oh, this isn't bad, but you can feel, like, the sweat on your gas mask start, like, sizzling, and you're like, oh, whatever's out there is bad. And then they make you take off your gas mask and either make you sing or sing your, uh, say your general orders or whatever it may be, but they make you talk. And as soon as you start talking and then breathe in, it's game over, and the most mucus and fluid just starts coming out of you. And it's awful. The point to the story is, is after that, you go out of the chamber and you figure they've done this a million times and they would have something fancy for you to wash off with. No, they have a no, blue that's kiddie pool. The, experience. the other half they is afterwards. A, <laughs> they have a blue kiddie pool and they're like, shove your face in there that everybody's shoving their face in. Oh, so we didn't have to, that. Oh, no. No. I, no, we just got out there and they yelled at us. Don't fucking touch your eyes. Don't touch your eyes. And well, you had to you walk around and you had to walk around and flap your arms, which I have no idea. I think they were just making yeah, fun of us. So that you don't touch your eyes. And then, then they had a fucking kitty pool they could wash your face off with. Well, then after that, my whole unit went back to the barracks and took showers. They were like, "Condon, they need yeah, to they see did. you in. They need to see you in legal." I was like, oh, "Okay, that's weird. Go to legal. Uh, wait." They call me back. They're like, so when he first enlisted at uh, this date, there was a signing bonus. But then when you changed your rate, which is your job in the Navy, it was this date and there was no signing bonus. <laughs> so you don't get a signing bonus. And you had a $4,000. And I already took out the loan. I was like, awesome. <laughs> Dude, there so is that- a reason enlistment is four years and a car loan is five years. That's how they keep you in. I promise. So then after that, then it's shower hall time. And so I meet my unit back at fucking shower hall, which they've all showered and I have not. So all that acid or whatever is still on me. And it like gave me the worst rash around the collar of my shirt. And I had that the rest of boot camp. And that we was, a, we, cause you know, those come in like a grenade form, right? Like CS gas grenade. Right. So we had a drill sergeant that, we were out on the range doing some shit, so we put all our rucksacks dress right dress in, in formation, basically. Right. And then he calls, he calls fall in. We all run over to our packs. We're getting them on. He had hid a CS grenade under one of the fucking backpacks that started going off. And all of us start freaking out. So naturally, he calls us to attention. And we just have to fucking stand there and take it. And it, that fucking thing, because the... It put, 
supposedly at a molecular level or whatever it is, that molecule or whatever the hell it is, is shaped like a book. So it holds on to material. So all of our backpacks for like the next week, every That's time. That's what I'm saying with the shirt. I was wearing it all day. Never got to take a shower. Went oh. back for whatever fucking sleepy time is. I don't know. I've been out of the military for 20 years mm -hmm. and never got a shower until I woke up the next morning. Yep. It was fucked. Yeah, we had a we had an overnight out in the field where they were uh, randomly hitting us with CS gas so that we could practice, you know, like yeah, I mean masks and all that shit. So basically, what everybody did was we dug a hasty in the ground, which was like a one and a half foot deep hole, and we just slept in our full mop gear. That was the coldest fucking night. It was early January in Fort Benning, Georgia. So it's like cold, but it's also humid. Oh, yeah. And just froze my ass off that night. And this was back like when, when they were still issuing like uh, um, BDUs, like the, the forest green ones, like the old school army fatigues. Right. So there was no Gore Tex coats or anything. You're wearing a fucking cotton. You know, those Korean War and Vietnam era veterans are way the fuck harder than we are. Yeah. Well, every every generation in rain for three months straight with that shitty fucking coat. Oh yeah, that's Here. the only thing I have still, and it still fits me, is my pea coat. And that thing, I bet I could sell for a few bucks. Like the navy, a legit pea coat. Yeah, that thing's like thick, thick wool. Mm -hmm. I'd be standing fucking guard, sweat my balls off, and it'd be like three degrees. I don't think I have anything left. I've got a one of the big green army duffel bags up there that's got like some random shit in it but i don't think i think i got rid of everything except for like one uniform and my class a's and every I, year i put my class i walked a's off a boat and took my fucking dungaree bag and threw it in the fucking dumpster yeah and and if you try to take it to the the um surplus store they they give you like two bucks well that's how they make money and they're and making they, a killing look at them yeah i don't so, know which one all of them <laughs> yeah I don't know. I got issued some cool stuff when I was in. When we we got issued all new fatigues at the, at the start of the 03 uh, right. storm thing. And uh, we got these badass fatigues. They only used them for like a couple months and then they replaced them. They had these big fucking Elvis collars on them. They were so badass. I think they were called DCUs. I don't know. What was that movie? What was that movie? Fucking. Uh... Robert De Niro, analyze that. Analyze no. this, analyze that. Were the collars, and we thought the collars were so gangster. That's what I'm picturing now. Because they were like the huge collars that were really tight. And it's like super close together down here. Right. Yeah. Ancelieri. <laughs> analyze this is one of the greatest fucking movies of all time. Oh, yeah. Billy Crystal. Peak Billy Crystal. <sighs> yeah so in a nutshell that's how real for life came about and that's yeah and uh we didn't choose it because we liked it i chose it sorry joe uh i chose it because every you'd be amazed how many fucking podcasts are out there oh yeah we're totally gonna make it all the names are taken oh yeah but for some reason i can't imagine why real for life <laughs> where the four is a number you're not spelling it that was available so that's what we went with. So if, if we're going to make this work, audience, all 
five of you that are going to hear this. If you want to help your bro, share the show. Take a picture of it. Share it on the Instagram. Share the link. Send it to your friends. I would love it if this podcast could get big enough to where we could do a live episode at your bar. That's that's literally my dream with this podcast. That's it. And then we can quit. I'm like, if we had like one sponsor, even if it was like, I don't even know what it would be. I, th I think if we can get 50 subscribers, then Gather Coffee might sponsor us. Our buddy Scott. Possibly. And I got tons of great, very flattering stories about him. So I'm sure he'll be on board. <laughs> okay, I but, feel uh, awful. Can we pause this? Because I got to piss so bad right now. No, I, I, you know what? We're at, we're at about 45 minutes. I think we should end it. Off a of P? Okay, we can end it on P. Hold on. Let me close it out real quick. Hold on. <laughs> pinch it. Pinch it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so share the show if you can. Give it a like. Give it a subscribe. We're on Spotify. We should be on iTunes. We're not going on YouTube because with everything we discuss here, we're doing YouTube. Anyway. Now we're doing Rumble, bro. We're making a stand for Nobody knows speech. what that is. Nobody knows what it is. Nobody knows what Rumble is. But that's why we're doing it. We got to spread the word. Jesus. We're probably going to put it on YouTube as well as soon as I figure out how. At any rate, share the show. Be a bro. Till next time, this is Jesse and Joe. I did not mean to rhyme that. Real for life. We out. It rhymes, though. Thanks, guys. <laughs>